Alright troops, gonna give a quick heads up that what you're about to pipe in your lugs is the glacier ramblings of twa numpties needs us. So I didn't complain, I've tell you. Enjoy the brobrich nicht and nicht and didn't be a fear we're bearing, alright? Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Um, yeah. Well, let's just get into it. Okay. <laughs> Mailbag by Brother Date. This dude is eager to get started. There's always there's always such important stuff in the mailbag. It's good stuff too. It's the best stuff. The best mailbag is what we got. Yeah, 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 yeah. On August 9th. Jesus, October 9th. Yeah, that wasn't it. <sighs> yeah. It's a real good start, huh? <laughs> feels, it feels 9th, like it might have been in August. It's been a while. <laughs> Shannon wrote in to say, I know it's been a while. See? But you definitely knew previous book reports were via Audible. All and right. She shared a tweet from January 21st about asking whether we were sponsored by Audible.com. And we will not be because of the hateful things I've said about them. As if we need more evidence from the listeners that we don't listen to the show ourselves. I don't I don't listen to it. I don't know what is said during the show. So I was I was thinking about this a couple of geez, I guess maybe even last week. I was watching a running man and at the end there was a message from the producers mm. to the members that said uh Send a secret about your clan to the main PD. The first person who gets it in fastest will get benefits. Right. And I thought, Matt could be putting those for me at the end of every (laughs) single episode. That's right. I for sure would never know. Yeah, they do that on Running Man every once in a while, where at the end, they'll have a secret message for the members. Or not secret, but a message for the members. And I guess they watch. I think a few of them watch, and they must text the others after they get in their thing. Yeah, and I assume, like, if you are if you have a schedule that day mm-hmm. and you're not watching, so, somebody in the nation of Korea texts you to oh, tell yeah. you, hey, 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 you got to do a thing. Yeah, Iron Man or whoever had a message for you at the end. You're definitely not going to get first place, though. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So just fucking ship has sailed on that one. It's definitely going to be Jaysook for some reason. He seems to watch the show. You think he'd be busy making his other shows, but, but now he's whatever. watching it. Uh, yeah, uh, I would yeah. not ever do that because I also don't want to be held to any. Even though I'm the one making it, I don't want to be held to any kind of standard of listening to the show or knowing what's in it. This is true that you have the final cut, except for the part where I have to upload it. That's true. You could sneak one and in. do a bunch of stuff. I could be sneaking stuff in. Yeah, I wouldn't now know. I- for sure I'm not. I mean, eventually I'd know because I am slowly, slowly listening to all of the old ones, but I'm still in, like, late 2017 mm. on those. So What a time to be alive. It was um, a lot like it is now, in many ways. <laughs> Shannon goes on to say, I mostly listen during the child-free half of the school run mm. and while washing dishes. 
Uh, those are two good podcast times. Oh, for sure. I absorbed the con. I'm sorry, audiobook for her. I absorbed the content well enough for a three tweet book report, and I seem to retain it fairly well. That's kind of a brag, but okay. She also wrote on the ninth at Brother Date. I'm with your mom in that I'd love playing GTA Five if I could do it without committing crimes. Yeah, they don't make it easy. Yeah, it's maybe very- just running red lights and trespassing. I'd just go for afternoon drives on the coast. Yeah, you, and sometimes I try to do that anyway, and then I'd be like, oh, those bikers hate me. That's right. Uh, up by that weird Hooters, those bikers are mad at me. They're jerks up there. Yeah, or like uh, you'll run into a random, there'll be a random encounter out on the side of the road. Some chick wants to wants you to drive her somewhere, but then you could drive her to the cult compound. That's right. And throw her out of the car if you want. So, yeah, the game doesn't like you to just just F around. It's it's theoretically open world, but there's lots of shit they want you to do in there. Uh, there's breaking tweet, though, because just today we got her book report. Oh, nice. Okay. And this is Tara Bith? Yeah, book report time. Bridge to Terabithia by Catherine Patterson, hmm. who also wrote Jacob Have I Loved, which I remember reading, but don't remember anything about. I don't says. even remember that that was a thing. Yeah, I've never heard of it. So, book report. All right. Jess Ahrens is a middle child in a poor family living in the country near D.C. He spends his time milking the cow and running. He also likes art, but only his favorite teacher knows that. Hmm. Leslie Burke moves in next door to the old Perkins house where nobody stays for long. Ann Perkins? Probably Ann Perkins. So sort of near the the pit. (laughs) It is near the pit. (laughs) I fell in the pit. Uh You fell in the pit we all fell in the pit we all fell in the pit mm-hmm. um l's family is from dc and moved to the country to teach her to be a more to be more wholesome or something okay she's a misfit in the small town but she and jay that's jess i guess become best friends the two create an imaginary kingdom called terabithia to get there, they swing on a rope over a dry creek. That's pretty lame. That's, what would be much better is if the portal was imaginary and in their closet. Yeah, I guess. And if it led to Great America. Uh, so, I mean, maybe this is going to be... Well, it's called Bridge to Terabithia. So, maybe this is going to be about civil engineering? Oh, it could be. All right. When winter comes, the creek swells, and Jay is ac- anxious about it. He can't swim. Okay. One morning, Jay's favorite teacher calls him and invites him to an art gallery. He asks his sleeping mom if it's okay, and she says yes, and they go and have a great day. Is this not going to be able to swim? Is that going to have anything to do with what happens at the art gallery? Uh, no, apparently not. Jay gets home and everyone is acting strange. His mom didn't remember saying he'd go with the teacher. Hmm. And earlier in the day, Elle tried to go to Terabithia. Oh boy. (laughs) The rope broke. She hit her head and drowned. Oh, fun. All right. I love these kids' books where kids die. That's always good. They thought he was dead, too, washed downstream. Hmm. The rest of the story is Jay coping, and he builds a bridge to Terabithia. Wait, like a literal bridge? Yeah, apparently he builds an actual bridge to the other side of that creek. Okay, I was going to say, just over the creek, though. He doesn't. He can't build an actual bridge to his imagination. Well, it feels like that's a mixed metaphor. It does feel like a mixed metaphor. Yeah, I guess the him not being able to swim didn't really... I guess that's why they thought he would be dead. They had everyone know yeah. he couldn't swim. I, mm. I guess did, if they figured out that she hit her head too, maybe you don't 
that that kind of makes whether or not you can swim irrelevant. That's oh, true. I mean, it would be weird to assume they both hit their heads and drowned, but yeah. I mean, I what guess if, it could happen. What if they were on the rope at the same time? That's Maybe true. they figure, you know, Shannon has to has to digest this down to three, in this I, case, I, I, four I, I, tweets because she couldn't get it down to she three. She doesn't have to. If That's we, a good point. If it is a rule that we made originally, we obviously do not remember that we made that rule. We don't remember anything about this project. No, nothing about it except that we enjoy them when they come in. Maybe they thought he saw her hit her head and tried to go in after her and drown. Ah, yeah, it could be. Something like that. Well, he was just looking at art, which is a part of every growing boy's life. You know? It's pretty important. I I remember when I was... This kid's probably going through pubes, right? I'm saying... Oh, boy. That was when I loved art the most. Boy and girl friends going to an imaginary kingdom across a creek. And probably not pubes yet. It's... It seems it feels a little early for for okay. the pubes. Well, well he was just an early ad- I don't know an early art enthusiast. Yeah, I could be. <laughs> so I'm sorry. So in puberty, you start to get body hair. Yeah, and your voice changes. Right, and you suddenly appreciate paintings. Yeah, you see art, and you go, "Huh, that's why I've never thought about that before." That makes me think and feel like like when Tom Haverford <laughs> sees that abstract that art. abstract painting <laughs> yes. with all the shapes, so many shapes and colors. Yeah. He liked them hey, very Everybody much. watched Parks and Rec. I guess that's it, this week's recommendation, yeah. It gets off to a little bit of a slow start, but it's very good. Yeah, it's, uh, the problem There's is... There's a moment where Ron Swanson reveals that he might not have all ten toes, and Leslie Nope tries to press him on it, and he says, I have the toes that I have. <laughs> and I think about that all the time. Yeah, the problem with the uh, ab- abbreviated first season is that they were trying to make Leslie kind of a bad guy right she's like a michael scott um once they turned it around and made you root for then the show gets a lot better yes once once they realized that the bad guy was the town of pawnee (laughs) the the beautifully well flushed out town of pawnee with all of the great side characters yeah so many good side characters i mean you've got a pert happily he's very good you heard some would say extremely good mm-hmm. you got uh jean ralphio and jean ralphio dennis and feinstein sister, mona lisa sapperstein mm-hmm. dennis feinstein is in there <laughs> um you got the guy from the sanitation department you got the uh the animal control guys the, yes the animal control guys councilman uh, jam done and oh the other guy's dead i can't remember his name harris whittles Colton Dunn and Harris Whittles is the uh, animal control guys. Yeah. Do you remember the one where they're they're doing the emergency drill, and she calls up animal control, and Colton Dunn wants to know if he has to drown the birds individually in a bathtub because <laughs> they pulled bird flu or something. Right. Uh, yeah, those guys are great. Then again, Councilman Jam, I always love and, uh, Jeremy uh, Jam, one of the best characters. Yeah, yeah, so many, so many good ones. That, world building they would get an awesome score you learn yeah, most so much would about be very strong so much about Pawnee you you get to take in uh, over the years yeah so that's the official the official uh, podcast rec this week sit for the mailbag too no that was so short that's we it, shouldn't man. have jumped in you should have stopped me <laughs> but I said let's just jump in you should have gone uh, should we though think about it think about it would have been a- good I didn't have a good cold open. All right. Well, I mean, think about it. <laughs> I love the way he just goes, uh, yeah, buddy. 
I am. Um, well, okay. Uh, do we have at least an audio an audio piece to this week's Yeah, we do. Take out your earphones. Oh, it's good. time Thanks. for our uh, our favorite audio segment. I'm safe. Now, call me Bobby. Let's see what the Master of Whispers is up to this week. <laughs> Hello, and uh, apologies that uh, the hopefully in time but late arrival of this part and the uh, missed uh, previous week. As you mentioned, I accidentally forgot to attach the contribution from the last time, so hopefully this time uh, this will get through. Uh, I want everyone to know that I didn't just notice that he hadn't attached anything and said, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> I did reply to the Finally email a week off. About three days before we did the podcast and asked, hey, did he mean to attach something? But uh, I don't know. Well, he wasn't watching the episode. He had to wait for somebody to text him and tell him there was a message at the end. I mean, it really was kind of like that. Mm. Intact. Um, obviously, <laughs> again, thank you very much uh, for the continued work and hopefully we've covered... Uh, Shannon's book report. Um, I know she's finishing that up, so don't know if she's actually submitted it yet. But hopefully, that's uh, that's been an enjoyable experience for you as much as it was for her. Um, the couple of things from the last time that got lost that I thought were still, uh, oh, I enjoyed talking about them. Hopefully, you did as well. But they, um, you talked about some eighties TV stuff, TV themes, and things like that. And um, I have a sneaking suspicion we talked about this on. The previous never to be named podcast, but ah, f- sorry. If I'd listened to this before the show, I would have cut that part. <laughs> That's what I don't know what. What does he talk about? Who knows? No, but the world may never know. And there was never another podcast we ever have of any been kind at war with East Asia. There's never, like, there was never an Adam Carolla podcast. Nope. Or a Bill Simmons podcast. This is the first podcast. Yeah, I hope it takes off. Yeah, me too. I hope it becomes a thing because interesting uh, format. I'm weirdly invested in it. Yeah, my second job. Some of the things that I thought that were definitely cross-country. Um, mask. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, the Mask? Uh, wasn't Jim Carrey? <laughs> I, I assume he's not talking about that. Did they have a cool theme song? I don't know. I, I remember somebody stopped me. Isn't that what he said? Look, he the was... only reason I remember this, I've talked about it before. <laughs> If you watch the show Fresh Off the Boat, one of the kids on the show for Halloween always dresses as the mask. <laughs> Every year? Every year, and everyone hates it and is sick of it. But it's very good. I watched, um, I think, like three of them. Yeah. And then they disappeared from whatever streaming platform I was watching them on. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was like, well... I bet that got good. Matt said that got good. It was pretty funny. It's less funny now. It's I think that happens with all sitcoms. You get enough years in and it's the kids get too old and you realize they weren't just bad actors because they were little kids. They're just bad. And then, um, yeah, it's not as good now. Mask. Let's get this disambiguation page. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Masks is a, the episode of Star Trek? Is M-A-S-K that? TV series. Is that what he's talking about? M- Masaka is waking? 
What fucking year did this run? 75 episodes. I am e 1985 to 1986. I don't remember that at all. Mobile Armored Strike Command Ooh. is a special task force led by Matt Tracker. Obviously. Who operate transforming armored vehicles yeah. in their ongoing battle against the criminal organization Venom, an acronym for Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. Oh, boy. That's not so good. With an emphasis on superpowered helmets called masks worn by the characters of both factions. So, this so, is a was, Kenner production. <laughs> so, not only was it an acronym, they also are literal masks. <laughs> yes, that is correct. It is both an acronym and also there are literal masks. Uh, I love that. That's good. I don't think this one made it to the... Well, maybe it aired in the U.S. I don't have any memory. So, this, this. is based on our Street Sharks conversation. Let's see what this has to, what he has to say about this. Which was a big thing, um, I think, in both our countries. And then there was another one I really loved. I never really... So anybody else uh, talk about which was visionaries, which was another sort of. Uh, but vision is scary. Yeah, that's right. Could start a revolution, polluting the airwaves. A rebel. Ah, uh, let's not do this. <laughs> this you is, got you got deep into this. It. Is not I'm a happy. good time to do this. Ah, uh, visionaries. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Doing another doing another deep dive. Um, is there? There's probably a Star Trek episode called Visionaries, right? There's a, something called Visionaries Knights of the Magical Light, a science fantasy media franchise. Again, action figure based. Animated series that ran for one season of 13 episodes in 1987. Well, apparently it was big to uh, Barry because he still remembers it. 13 episodes, the 22 story, years ago, 32 years the ago. The story is set on the fictional planet of Prismos, a futuristic <laughs> society where all technology and complex machinery suddenly cease functioning. All right. <laughs> And its citizens are forced to rely on ancient magic to survive. Ah, uh, and they're fighting the, the Sinisarans, right? The, well, I'll tell you in a second. The titulary visionaries are knights who are split into two factions. The heroic Spectral Knights. Ooh. And the evil Darkling Lords. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> Everyone who wishes to gain the usage of magic is invited to a competition by the wizard Merklin. Oh, it's like Merlin and Merkin. That's a great combination. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. What if Merlin yeah. had a Merkin? Would it be a Merklin? Mm. Or would it just be Merlin's Merkin? I feel like he didn't need one. Which one's better? Because Merlin's well, first Merkin... First of all, did his beard get all the way down there? <laughs> Merlin's Merkin reminds me of, like, um, Herman's Hermits. That's true. So that's also feels like a, a swear in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Merlin's Merkin! <laughs> Or you might swear by Merlin's Merkin. <laughs> Something like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, I never heard of Here's some of the cool, cool names yeah, of these knights. Uh, the good guys are uh, Leoric, Ektar, Feral, Cryotech. What? Yeah, he's the oldest on, of the group. Hold on a sec. Is that because he was in Cryotech? Well, he hails from the northern frozen kingdom of Northalia. And possesses the totem of the bear, and his staff bestows the power of strength. Oh, shit. Uh, we have Witterquick, Arzon, and Galadria. Mm. Oh, those are the good Darkling guys? Lords okay, yeah. are Darkstorm, Recon, Mortdred, Sindar, <laughs> Cravex, Lexor, and Virulina. Not Mordred, though. Mortdred. Mortdred. And not, Dread. not Merlin. Merklin. <laughs> Merklin. That's right. That's right. They did so a real bad. good job. So this sounds like wet trash. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. I'm sorry, this was very important. Go on. Uh, way of selling toys. 
the toys had little holograms on their chest, sort of like male uh, targeted care bears. And these uh, sort of warrior figures would project something out of their chest and then they would turn into that thing. So like a lion or a dragon or one of the sort of uh, deputy bad guys, one was a snail, which somehow proved like really amazing to save the bad guys now and then. Pause. Um, and then... Okay, so uh, so many things. One... Uh, so first of all, he's talking about Darkstorm, who bears the totem of the mollusk. <laughs> That's saying it like that is even worse than saying the snail. <laughs> none of the rest of these are uh, none of the rest of these are snails. Apparently, um, were Care Bears for girls, <sighs> or were they just for like babies? Uh, I don't remember. This is a good tell. question. Because he said they were these were like targeted at male. Ch- I hope you're children, but maybe male forty somethings. I don't know. <laughs> It can't be male forty somethings. There appear to only be two women among all of the. Oh, you're right. There would be a lot of big characters. fake boobies. In uh, yeah, it'd be a lot of pushed push, all real up. pushed up tits. Yeah, 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 yeah if yeah. it was uh, hey, aimed at forty. If you're gonna beardos. animate somebody, can't you just animate them to have big boobs? Why do you have to animate them to push them all up? Huh? That's a good. I guess that's a good question. Hi, animators. What's going on? Uh, I can't admit it, so her boobs are actually medium-sized, but she's got, like, a, one of them bras that adds, like, two she's cup got sizes. She's stuffed up there, though. Yeah, it's two cup sizes, it says. If you, it's, you could see it if you get into the deep fiction of the universe. That it's a <laughs> two, it's plus two bra sizes. So that's how she rolls. What? Oh. Just make her got big swinging ones. What's the big deal I mean, here? Animators are notorious perverts. God. <laughs> also, Snail's cool. Remember Welk from Final Fantasy VI? That guy was cool uh, as shit. Cool. That guy was cool. First boss, and you can't even use your fucking magic on him in certain stages. They well, were... no, yeah, when he ducks his head in there, don't use lightning. Oh, dude, that's what Vix, what Vix and Wedge told you. Vix and Wedge were very specific on this point. Vix. Okay. You got it. You uh, nailed it, buddy. Vix it is. I don't know whether Care Bears were specifically aimed at girls yeah i thought they were just that was my feeling about uh my little pony right. or strawberry shortcake but i don't know about care bears yeah well i mean maybe it wasn't the most masculine thing in the world but i think it was just generally like for youngins what about that one care cousin who solves problems thinking logically yeah the one that was a raccoon or whatever yeah <laughs> the one that we called carrie bear named after yeah, after carrie campatella i'll say his whole name <laughs> that dude definitely does not know how to listen to a podcast i'm not afraid to say it you suppose he's still alive I cannot imagine it. If he's he approximately dead, he didn't age. seem healthy in the eighties. Yeah, never seemed like he was. He wasn't a gym rat. You wouldn't say that. No, I would say that he had a sausage-based diet. <laughs> That's correct, exactly. Yeah, he had the similar voice, so we called him Carrie Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, a yeah. raccoon. Yeah, they were Carrie Bear's cousins, and um, they had different symbols on their bellies. Yep, like a like a, a clover. Or, I, know, I think the heart. only one that, the only one that we ever had was Orange Teddy, and so we didn't even know what kind of Care Bear he was. No, I didn't even know that was of a series. I thought he was he just was the liar Teddy. who tried to steal Dad's glasses. <laughs> We've already gotten a little bit into our dad's threatened weird... to break Dad's glasses a lot of the time. Yeah, and he would say My Dad was a storyteller. He would say things about him too. He had a mean yeah. mouth. Um, yeah, he was. He had weird stories. I alluded earlier to the stories he used to tell us to get us to go to sleep at night. I can't imagine that worked. About the portal 
in our, <laughs> the, in our the closet. The portal that took you to the bathroom at Great America <laughs> behind the uh, kind demon. Of demon, yes, exactly. The specific bathroom. It was really more across from the demon. Anyway, that's where the food court hey, was. So. You talk about deep universe building. How come he never turned that into a series? Dad. Uh, he's, not, he's not a finisher that's of stories. Cool. I know. We're not supposed to talk about any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. end up like that. I'll, never mind. <laughs> uh, I wonder what he has to say about these two cartoon shows from the 80s. Okay. I think the biggest two that are UK only that are worth both of you, if you haven't got a moment, checking out at least a little bit of the 1980s television show called Nightmare with a K. Um, that was a, like a pioneering show like worldwide pioneering um, for its use of virtual reality graphics. Oh shit, some kind of early reboot? <laughs> That's right, dude. I can't imagine how good these graphics, they must be fucking boss. It was Nightmare with a K. Uh, and a children's adventure game show? In a game? Oh, like a Carmen Sandiego type? Uh, was Earth a Brute in it? Is it a crossover? What about Double Trouble? Every once in a while you'd see one of those Nintendo games on one of those, like, uh, not a double dare, mm. but uh, where they'd have a kid playing Mario Brothers by jumping because they were oh, like in VR or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I do. The one screenshot on this whole Wikipedia page kind of reminds me of that. So the kids would play with virtual reality tech in in this in a similar format where it was you get you get kids to come up and be contestants and pretend to be knights. Seems like. Alright. Were any of them named Merklin? Ooh, it's a good question. Mortdred. Characters. A Saxon knight named Trigard uh, of Dunshelm. Okay. He was the dungeon master. Oh, alright. Uh, what about... Um... Apparently, there wasn't really a bad guy. What about, uh, wasn't there a Carmen Sandiego bad guy that was a mouse? It was a mouse-looking guy. List of <laughs> Carmen... It's not good. I couldn't even make another Carmen Sandiego reference. I tried. List of Carmen Sandiego characters. Uh, yeah, the uh, bad guys specifically are important. I, I mentioned Earth of no. Brute and Double Trouble, but I couldn't remember more. No, that... Okay, so although there is a Wikipedia page called List of Carmen Sandiego Characters, it's a fucking redirect. What? Yeah. That's rude. It's extremely rude. I just want to know all the Carmen Sandiego. I'll just... Uh, just beg By the way, Marjan made me watch one of those recently. Th those were the worst game shows ever. I remembered it being so great, having all these questions about geography. They'd ask like three questions in the whole episode. The rest of it was like weird, dumb skits between the guy and his boss who he was clearly fucking. Oh, is he fucking the chief? I don't know why they put this stuff in. I guess for the adults, but like, that's not okay. No, they were fucking for sure. The dude who was huh. the host and yes, the chief, the lady chief were definitely uh, uh, doing it. But um, yeah, they'd have like, uh, here's a question that was sung by our rap group. Marjan will know the name of the rap, the rap group. They actually were really good. Rockapella? No, the the rappers. There were two lady oh. rappers, and they would often rap a question, but they were always like really good. I was very impressed by their ability to turn geography into raps. Damn. What were they called? 
Oh, damn now it. I feel like I gotta watch some old no, Carmen but San again, Diego's it's really just disappointing. to see the sexual to see the sexual tension. <laughs> it's not good between the host and the chief. Made me upset. Like just not in front of the kids, and the kids always seemed like they didn't really want to be there. Um, like they always seemed like they had the depression. <laughs> like they didn't really want to answer the questions. They That's didn't... the only way you can learn the capitals of other countries. I think it's if you've got depression. I think it's because the prize package was always like a calculator, and then like, but also you could go on a vacation to anywhere in the lower forty-eight states. <laughs> All right, you're, like, you're on a mobile. Yeah, can't wait to go to fucking Tampa. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't cool. Uh, Carmen San Diego rappers, and that gives me. Uh, wow, nothing. Come on, it was these two ladies. Oh, I was- I was also unable to find the name of the mouse villain from Carmen Santiago. This is garbage. So. How come no one remembers anything about Carmen Sant- Santiago? I think it's because there was a lot of properties and not just the PBS game show that we watched. Oh, yeah. Like, we never had any of them games. I don't want them. And they got a cartoon now. Yeah, I don't want that either. I think they used right. to have a different cartoon, too. I think, this I is think a- there's been more than one. Yeah, at least the second cartoon. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll find it some other time, I guess. I don't actually care. You know what? Forget I said anything about this stupid show. It's canceled. All right. Canceled the whole program. On a green screen. So I've taken weather reporting to to an extreme because it was a 3D space where this kid who was blindfolded would be directed through the space by his friends. They would try and discover spells and Dungeons and Dragons-esque stuff. It was amazing and incredibly difficult and really worth uh, checking out if you can. YouTube brought it back for a one-off special with British YouTubers um, playing the role. Um, That one's alright. It is a one-off at least, but the other ones with the kids were just amazing. And there's a series of kids shows on uh, ITV, there's a commercial television channel here that uh, called Teabag or the Adventures of Teabag <laughs> or something like that and it was basically this old woman who uh, well not really that old but old when you were a kid uh, who was evil trying to take over the world and she would always be up against a female like tween um, protagonist why was it called Teabag? Um, who would ultimately he's really bearing the lead here okay uh, I didn't feel the need to pause I thought the uncontrolled laugh was enough <laughs> Sorry. She be able to convince her little deputy, who is a little, like, ten-year-old boy all the time, although a different actor, in each of the seasons, and she would convince him to join her, and then together they would defeat Teabag, but then she would always come back. That was always quite entertaining. I think this that's is it? the Amazon show Fleabag, is what he's talking oh, about. Oh, that's right, yeah. And she, of course, her name isn't really revealed, she's just referred to in the subtitles as Teabag. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a conversation with Katie Friday night, and I forget how it came up, but we were talking about, she was talking about all, she said that you and I must have just watched TV every afternoon because we're always talking about the mummies from 1525 BC. <laughs> I didn't watch or that show. I just knew it existed. Biker Meister Mars. Same. Or, or T-Rex or whatever. Yeah, we, I mean, we did watch uh, a little bit of T-Rex. I watched a little bit of T-Rex. And I, I told her, well, no, we've 
on this on this show, we've named all of the ones we watched uh-huh. and know about. Like, it makes it seem like there's a lot because you don't know that we've we've used our entire knowledge of that area. <laughs> That's right. Yep. And again, most of these I just know they exist. Maybe I've heard the theme and then laughed and looked around the room like, is anyone else seeing this? Like, did we even watch James Bond Jr.? No, we just <laughs> we knew enough to know that James Bond was his uncle. And that was a baffling, a, a baffling premise that his nephew, who was named after him, James Bond Jr., was also a spy in the 90s. Yeah, it's like when Huey, Dewey, and Louie are Donald Duck's nephews, it's because it's like, well, we don't want to conjure the image of Donald Duck fucking. Oh, God, yeah. Um, That's not the case for James Bond. All he did was fuck. What's his main interest, at, at least? He's probably got like a million nephews. That dude only liked one type of mixed drink. Like, clearly... Yeah, he wasn't that into Clearly, drinks. he was putting a lot of energy into ladies and not so much into other hobbies. He wasn't that into murder. Not after Dr. No. Nope. Yeah, no, it's just chicks. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't watch all of those things. And the things that we are hearing about right now, this is the first time. I've never heard of these. I don't yeah, know what T-Bag He could have made all of these Wikipedia pages before <laughs> he sent this in. That's right. And I, like, I'm not checking histories. That's right. Um, you also talked about then, I know it's been a while, but you talked about mishearing and misidentifying lyrics. Um, I think your you know your examples are sort of common ones, but uh, uh, I don't know if Shannon's ever talked about her uh, best one, which is the um, the song "Secret Agent Man," uh, "Secret Agent Man," uh-huh. etc. Um, she misheard uh, as a "Secret Asian Man." Uh-huh. Um, so that's a whole other uh, a whole other layer to that song that she discovered. <laughs> What did she think the rest of the lyrics meant? <laughs> he was just living when his life. Gi- when they've given, when they gave the secret Asian man a number and, and took away, away his, his name, name, what did that mean? It was, it was still government oriented, you know. But they took this Asian man. There's a man who leads a life of danger. Pretend. To everyone he meets, he stays a stranger. So first of all, shitty lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and then I forget. Which one leads into which chorus, but one of them might be, say, don't let the wrong words slip while kissing persuasive lips. Whoa. Whoa. Odds are he, but they all go, odds are he won't live to see tomorrow. I remember that. Secret Asian man. Yeah. Um, How did that make sense? You in her mind, I wonder. are suggesting that she told that as a lie to have something to say, and I support you. <laughs> I think that's a lie that she made up to have a story. Listen, Shannon, we all want to seem interesting at parties. Yeah. But uh, that's not a real one. Yeah, that one fake. That's, That's not fake a real we're one. Calling you on it. Like the one when I thought in um in that David Bowie song, I thought he said uh pink monkey butt, but he said big monkey bird. <laughs> and that's not better. And that was yeah, those my are defense. Roughly equivalent. When Marjan acted so mad at me that it was actually big monkey bird. No, pink monkey bird, and I thought it was big monkey butt, and I was there and I said, That's not better. <laughs> like why are you mad at me? I didn't come up with a dumb lyric. Well, it's like the famous ones are, excuse me while I kiss this guy, but like, <laughs> uh, Purple Haze is not a song that makes a ton of sense. No, it's not supposed to, I don't think. Yeah. It's not like Secret Agent Man, a story song about a specific Secret Agent Man. Yeah. Mondegreens. Uh, Mondegreens, yes. <laughs> And then, um, 
You're a fucking liar, Shannon. Yep, I support you in this. I think you're right. Whether well, it's oh yeah, um, I don't. I, I, you did um, you know, talked about having. Do you not use a password manager? Because you talked about having complex passwords and then and then a sheet to track them all. Um, no, I'm not paying a company to remember shit for me. Especially like, I get it. I probably should. Then I could have 45-digit ultra-secure Linux passwords for everything. Yeah, but then they're going to get hacked, and then you're really effed. But then when my computer dies or something... Well, I, th- I think they're, like, maybe stored locally and not in the cloud. Like, there's a bunch of different types of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh... No, the answer is I probably should, and I certainly don't. Like, didn't LifeLock get hacked? <laughs> Maybe. I think they did, right? Didn't they get hacked and all their information got exposed? And then it was I like, know well, then what's the point of this? That their CEO like, just gave out <laughs> his, social his social security number, and he was like, go ahead and hack and me, then he and got people hacked just hack him so times. much. Yeah. <laughs> he got extremely hacked. His life was ruined, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they later, I think they got hacked later. And then it was like, I don't understand what the point of this product is then. So, yeah, I should. And, you know, like there are uh, I work for a tech company and there are company approved password managers if you're going to use one on the on your issued devices and so on. But look, everybody, my password is capital B biscuit 84. Okay, it's my password for everything. It's not a big deal. Like I only Uh, have the one. Hold on a minute. I was born in 1984. You were born in 1984. That has a disturbing level of verisimilitude. I'm just saying, why would I need more than one password? It's capital B Biscuit, 84. Uh, Yeah, well, you got to have... But that doesn't have any special characters in it. What if if you hit a website that requires a special character? Do you then make the I an exclamation point? Uh, Yep, that's right. (laughs) Capital B exclamation point, Scoot, 84. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's the stuff. Those are hard to remember, though. I almost always have to reset my password on those. That's they're tri- <laughs> those are tricky. I yeah. go back in. I say biscuit eighty four. What's the big deal? And it keeps telling me it's wrong, and I know it's not wrong. Anyway, I do use a password manager. It's just an encoding system that is, again, I'm sure a graphing calculator could crack it real easy. But <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a little security by obscurity here. What about the very not graphing calculator that you get as a prize on Carmen Sandiego? Would that be uh, able to crank it? No, but you can uh, spell boobies if you're willing to turn the calculator upside down. It's <laughs> a lot of work. Don't. Not everybody should do it. Or if you're very charitable about how the letters map to uh, numbers, asshole. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah, there are certain kids who will see that and not understand what they're looking at. And then I mean, you'll have to pretend you they're to, the dumb Like ones. I said, you have to be a little bit charitable about but it. But don't be. Ask like they're dumb for not seeing it. Yell at them. Go, dummy, what a baby doesn't even know what an asshole is. That's a good way to do it. Uh, but let's hear about great, great password managers, I assume, is what the remaining 1 minute and 38 seconds of this message are. Let's do it. Uh, password managers, I quite like them. The ones of them, they're always those quite good except whenever you change devices and then have to go through and have a record of what the master password was and I think they're quite good um, and finally I think it's something that's worth uh, talking about as well a nice little um, discussion and possibly future competition time uh, is it flags I can't remember why I noted down it but um, 
uh, did note down favourite flags. Um, I was wondering what your favourite flags were, certainly. Uh, both both international slash national and, uh, and state-based. Um, for me, uh, California and Oregon state flags are my favourite of the US state flags, although Hawaii gets a special mention for still having the Union flag in it. Um, but California gets there for a majestic bear and Oregon for being double-sided with one side containing a beaver. Um, I think that's quite entertaining to see two-sided flags. As far as national flags, I think uh, Nepal has always been a favourite of me because it was an uh, unusual shape. Um, and uh, you can see I was <laughs> regarding Switzerland, the Swiss flag. You can see what you want about Switzerland, but its flag is a big plus. Oof. So- He's a dad. Wow. <laughs> Somebody stop me. (laughs) Still working on the dad jokes there, which work even less when you're on your own. Anyway, what are your guys' favourite flags, states, nation, naval, signal, or otherwise? Thanks very much for everything as always, and hopefully see you guys again soon. Bye. So let's just start right here. It's the best page of the Almanac, right? Oh, absolutely. I spent a lot of time as a kid looking at the maps. Uh, uh, look, okay. I personally, I'm a big fan of vexillology in general. Yeah, I know you are. And uh, yeah, so all right, there's probably lots of thoughts right off here. the bat. Iran, the characters in the middle of their flag look like a cool dragon, and I love that uh, dragon very much. It does look like a dragon. It looks like a cool or, ass dragon, and it says something, but it's a, a dragon or something. Um. Uh, I've always let's see. Uh, Lebanon has that Stanford Cardinal tree. Yep, that's fascinating to me. Um, generally, I don't really like the weird shaped ones. Like, I don't like Nepal's. How do you feel about the United States flag in terms of its aspect ratio? This is not maybe not something people think about a lot but how much uh, of them how much of them stars take up left to right is that like a third of the flag (laughs) okay so it is it doesn't feel like a good amount hold on i'm counting I don't like the amount <laughs> when I look at it. It doesn't look right. It looks like it should be more. Yeah, just more. It should be more. So it's, it's I mean, it's, yeah, this is, this is a good question. Is it? Because I feel like I broke the pot show. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. So so here's the thing. So the, the uh, most flags are like a three to two aspect ratio or unspecified. Okay. And then they just get someone lumps them in three to two. Right, yeah. Um, but our, our flag is 1.9 to 1. Why? It's Yeah, right. It's a very strange Why do we do amount, everything right? weird? Well, I mean, Zimbabwe's looks all long, too. So so the, the, the answer to your question is that the, the width of the canton is two-fifths of the flag width, so 40%. Ah, okay. Doesn't look right. I don't like it. I've never been that into the Stars and Stripes. I'm just going to say it. 
colors. Oh, no, it's not. Colors. It's not one of the better flags. So it, it fails the can you draw it test. Oh, God. I mean, because every uh, time no I sit there, it. I go, oh, God, how many reds? How many whites? <laughs> yeah, that that's the easy part. Then the, how big the is the seven star reds and field? Six whites is easy, but then how big is the star field? Ugh. And then can I remember that it goes six five six five six five, uh, like over and over again? Yeah, that it's it's five sixes and four fives. I think. Yep, uh, that's right. And then, and then you know, can you draw fifty stars? That are anything like lined up right. <laughs> without graph paper or something. I, well, I wouldn't attempt this. I wouldn't attempt it not on graph paper. I have no sure. artistic ability, and even with graph paper, I would fail. So yeah, no, that's not good. Um, I think that's so why I consider it a I consider it a different shape flag because it's a little bit longer than most. That's why I've always liked the Nordic cross flags, despite the religious imagery, because they just simple. They just kind of look. They just look right. What's your favorite yep. of the Nordic crosses? Obviously, we're talking color scheme here. Uh, I mean, big fan of the original. I like the the Danabrog. Danabrog is, pr- and again, we talked about its <laughs> we talked about its origin story last time. <laughs> Fell out of the sky in the middle of battle. Uh, Finland also very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you prefer I- Norway's red flag, white white bordered blue cross, or do you like the Iceland version? So the flag of Iceland is a blue field with a uh, red cross with white borders. Yeah, you just reverse the blue and the red. No, nah, I think Norway's, I like Norway's a little better. I think just the specific colors that are in use. I think so too. Yeah, that's a good question. Norway's might be my favorite. Maybe even more than the Donnebrog. Uh Qatar has an interesting flag. It uses kind of a maroon color that you don't see very often mm-hmm. uh big in college football not big in uh world flags <laughs> yes, this is a good point it's like every other Although team is maroon in football uh latvia has something sort of similar yep uh-huh um when i was a kid i would always root for austria because of the simplicity of the austrian flag yeah any of those uh horizontal tricolor flags mm-hmm and even the vertical tricolor flags, uh, nice and simple. Yep. Anyone anyone can draw them. Oh, I love the flower on Hong Kong. I've always liked that. It's got it's a good flower. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like a star. Uh, a the star. flag of Japan, very simple. Um, unfortunately, the rising sun was better. Yep, hateful but better. Yeah, just it was a better flag. So that's unfortunate when you look at the current flag of Japan and you're like, it looks better with those rays. It looks better when they were worse. (laughs) It looks better when, yes, when it represented something worse. Well, I mean, I've always said the the Nazis are, um, uh, they had a great sense of style and um, they were, they were, uh, yeah, I don't need to say the rest. Everyone knows about the Nazis. The, uh, The California flag. Is state flags. Let's get into it. An interesting one. It's got a big bear. It has a big bear. He ain't sitting now, either. He's a, he's walking. Uh, now that there are no more of those bears. Yeah, we did kill them all. But there's lots of their cousins. There's different types of big brown bears. Kodiaks. Could and... we could we replace it with just a black bear, and it would be basically the same flag, but we still have black bears <laughs> just to make it accurate. Yeah. I mean, I guess I say go the other way and make it a mastodon. 
So it has text on it, which is usually not a great sign for a flag. Yeah, but it does have the text California Republic on it. Yes. And the text is real big and easy to read and (laughs) simple. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not like Delaware's dumbass flag or like Connecticut. Yeah. With their, you gotta like fucking, fucking spy this shit. I don't even know what this is. What is Latin? Connecticut. You got Latin on your flag? What's going on here? Uh, Kentucky also has got hard to read text on it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that says. D- uh, united we stand, divided we fall. And there's like a... Uh, is that an Indian? Uh, yeah. Is that such as an American what... Indian? Boy, this is a good question because he is very blonde. I think it's is just it a mountaineer maybe, uh, or something. Davy Crockett. It's I think a, it's just a mountaineer some or some shit. It's a mountaineer hugging a dude in a just suit. In bu- just in buckskins. Is that is that a banker uh, he's hugging? Some of the better American flags, okay. I think. Uh, New Mexico. Okay, let's take a look. I don't love the colors. Yeah, I don't. That's very Southwest. Yeah, it's very Southwest, but it's good, right? It's just a little bit of a symbol. You look at it, you know what it is. Speaking of weird shaped flags, how do you feel about Ohio? Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I, I know where Ohio is, and that flag is way too American Revolutionary to me. Uh, yeah, but that's because they consider themselves the heart of America, where all the real Americans are. Yeah. Um, also, the star pattern is dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Is that supposed to? Are they? Were they the eighth? The eighth? The eighth? No, they couldn't be. They'd have to be way more than that. Why are there? What does that number of stars represent? They they're obviously uh, not the eighth. They weren't one of the original thirteen. So there are. What are there? There to be seventeen stars on the flag. So is it the seventeenth? Seventeen. I'm looking at one, two, three. Flag of Ohio. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Oh. When I clicked on it, it became a different flag. Ah, weird. Well, that's creepy. All right, yeah, so 17th, that makes sense. They were probably 17. Yeah, that was weird. Um, <coughs> I don't like any of the Confederate adjacent flags, obviously. I include Tennessee in that. Yeah. Confederate adjacent, the answer is no. Um, uh, flag of Colorado just makes me think that it's like a weird Cubs logo I haven't seen before. <laughs> like the Canucks playing? What's going on? Yeah, what are you looking at? I don't. I don't know. There's probably some symbolism that I don't well, get that, about what that, all the different colors are. The Colorado. It's the red dirt of some dang old cliffs, maybe, and then yeah. also a golden sun because they're closer to the sun at their altitude. But then also, you got the blue, which is the, you know, when you get higher up, the sky gets darker, because it's, yeah. you know, yeah. and then also the white is some 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 clouds up at the top of these, these here mountains. Uh, there's a, a, a bunch of these that nobody can draw. Oh, yeah. It's a real, it's a real problem. Like, uh, Wisconsin, forget it. <laughs> it's got, it's, first of all, it's got a tiny crest in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With supporters and a motto and everything, and then Wisconsin 1848 in huge letters. Yeah, same thing. West Virginia. Good luck. I, I ain't yeah. got. Who got time for that? Um, some, some you no problem drawing. Flag of Texas, very easy to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, you only have to draw one star. 
Um, boy, most of them are not that easy to draw, though. No, nah, frankly, most of Hawaii the would be are, easy. Are pretty bad if you just remember the stripe order. You know. Yeah. Um. Oh, what about Alaska? How you feel about it? Uh, Alaska. I the problem is that I don't associate the state of Alaska with the Big Dipper. But and the only reason the Big Dipper is on it is to teach you how to find the North Star, which is cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, they couldn't think of anything if, about Alaska. I guess if you didn't have the Big Dipper, you wouldn't be able to identify that that was the North Star. <laughs> That's right. There's just one star up in the corner. They didn't have anything about Alaska to put on the flag. They're like, "What about us? Is there something about us?" And like, "No, nah, I mean, we got stars." Just, they should. I, I already said that the flag should be easy to draw, but I'll walk it back, and they should just make the flag any Bob Ross painting. Yeah, because they're all of Alaska. That's true. <laughs> any of the mountain ones, not one of his seascapes, right? Uh, Arizona has got kind of a Land of the Rising Sun thing going on. It's a little busy, and I wish the star in the middle was not copper colored. Yeah, why is it a different color than, like, well, I guess white would be what you'd want to go with, right? Probably. That's, I think, they're going to be the, so it doesn't bleed into the, the other ones, but also it doesn't look, yeah, that's an ugly color. Arkansas looks like a first draft. <laughs> looks like a truck stop sign or something. Yeah, it's real bad. F you, Arkansas. Um... Are we counting DC? DCs is simple enough. I don't know if you got that. It's white. It's got two red stripes and three red stars. It's it's pretty easy. Oh, yeah. That one's not bad. Yeah, I'd take that one. The flag of Wyoming, if it didn't have the seal of Wyoming on it, would be good. Just the buffalo silhouette. I do love how buffalo look. Right? That's why the That's Buffalo Bills good. logo is so good. We're doing football logos next, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is this sure. the rest the of the show? Of, the flag of South Carolina looks like it could be the flag of Qatar or something. Or Well, we know it Dubai couldn't be that. Yeah. With the palm tree and a crescent moon. It's true. They didn't know. South Carolina didn't know that was going to be the mark of the Muslim. Yep. <laughs> they should have thought about that in they would, 1861 when they made that flag. They also probably didn't know back in the olden days they would hate that so very much. Nevada has a real low self-esteem flag where they tucked all of the distinctive stuff up in one corner. Yeah, and then just, it's blue. It's blue. We got a blue flag. Yeah. Yeah, I don't flag like the state of Maryland that reminds us of an old aristocracy that is no longer relevant, so that could change. And speaking of football, they made their uniforms match that flag, which is just a bonkers idea. Yeah. Because that flag is very not matchy. Louisiana, someone just drew a family of pelicans or whatever really and said did. that's our state. <laughs> yeah, we're the pelican state. You get it with that dumb ugly bird that nobody thinks is any good. It's like there should be a French tricolor in there somewhere, but they're just they just forgot yeah, they went, to do that. They're like flirtily, nah, we're not we're not going that way. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the state flags. They are very busy in general. Uh, Oregon does have a beaver on the reverse and is two-sided. That's all very cool. Uh, but it does look like it was hand-lettered by Matt Groening, which is less cool. <laughs> that is true. That is Simpsons font for sure. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not into them. Rhode Island is very nautical. Yeah, most of the state flags are very bad. Yeah. Actually, frankly, Tennessee is not that bad looking. But it's Confederate adjacent. It is Confederate adjacent is the problem. So... <clears throat> Can't have it. Oh, God, that's enough flag talk. This is a podcast. Everyone's going to have to be following along at home. I'm going to have to insert a note at the beginning that says, everybody get your flags open. Open up your fucking book of flags. <laughs> everyone open up your flags. Oh. That's the whole thing, right? He finished? 
Oh, yeah, that's it for that, man. We are done. Hell yes. Thank you for contributing. And uh, I keep I think about flags a lot. <laughs> I've drawn some flags in my day. Oh, good. That's nice. You'll have to tell me which. You'll have to watch Game of Thrones and tell me which of the sigils you like the best or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, oh no, no, just go on Skyrim. Uh, just do Skyrims instead. That's, well, I think we. I really think we've done the different holds. <laughs> the the shields of the different holds. Well, discuss those. Fine. Maybe I'm just gonna say that uh, I love White Run's fucking prancing charger. That's I love that guy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Woo! All right, you want to do a haps? Let's do the haps with yeah, K. Yeah, let's do the haps. The Haps with K-Paps. Do you, uh, do you want to start with Luna, since we just were playing a little That's bit of true. Luna we were there. playing the 8-bit version of Hi Hi by Luna. Uh, Luna hasn't come back since February when they had Butterfly, and the whole fan base is real agitated. And then uh, some news came out about them uh, being on the wrong end of a lawsuit for not fulfilling certain obligations. Uh, their production company, right? Not Luna. Yeah, not the girls. They didn't do anything. Uh, yeah, uh, BBC, the Blockberry Creative. Oh, maybe it was Polaris, the mother, the father company. Mother company? Something like that, yeah. Anyway, uh, it wasn't like a lot of money. It only sounds like a lot when you're reading things about Korea. It was like 300... Yeah, it was a 400 million won or something like that. <laughs> you go, right? oh, but shit! You're like, wait, hang on a second. I got to do like 400 like grand. 400 it's like grand. 400 grand. Yeah, so it's not really that much money. But anyway, on top of them just being all the orbits out there being frustrated about not having any comeback news, they gave themselves a little project to what they were calling reorbit Luna to <laughs> huh. bring up all of their charting positions. So when Butterfly came out, it was number one in 26 countries, which is pretty good. But it never hit number one in the USA, and it never hit number one in South Korea, of all places. The one that matters. Yeah, the one they care about by far the most. Um, so, yeah, they decided the everyone was just going to go back and start buying that shit up on iTunes or whatever. And so on the 17th, that was five days ago, they hit number one in the United States. And then on the 19th, they hit number one in Finland. Portugal, Paraguay, and the Dominican Republic. And then on the 20th, they hit number one in Malaysia, Saudi Arabia, and New Zealand. So now they're like, they're number one in 34 countries now. We not discussed the, off the. I noticed I didn't hear you say South Korea. Still not South Korea. <laughs> By the way, I'm not even sure they've hit top 10 in South Korea. And this is sort of the main problem with. Luna is that they had way more success internationally than they ever thought they'd have. And people in Korea are like, yeah, well, who that though? I don't know what you're talking about. What's the Luna? What's Idari Sonia? Um, which translates to girl of the month. Uh, so yeah, they still didn't hit it there. And I, I don't know when they will or if they will, but, uh, they were only the third girl group ever to hit number one in the United States after, um, uh, Red Velvet and Twice, so they're not SNSD. Nope, not the Girls Generation, not the Blackpink, uh, not the FX, um, <laughs> or any of the others. 
So there, uh, you know, it's weird that you can just have like a weird, a weird fan project that leads you to be number one in a million of these fucking countries. But we were talking off air about what a small sample size it must be these days with al- with uh, album sales. Well, and it, like even if you didn't know that album sales had gone right into the turlet about the time of uh, Spotify, mm-hmm. you should be able to guess that just based on the fact that the they were changing chart positions hourly. Yeah, it's all tracked real time, so the number that you have to move must be pretty small in order to right. make gains. It's like, okay, we sold another 50 records. Right. We jumped up another position. Yeah, I know? think I saw a post from somebody who was trying to get like... I don't know, one of the countries, maybe it was New Zealand, the last one, where they were like, if we can sell 10 more records in New Zealand, we're going to hit number one or something. Right. And it was like, ah, yeah, we are dealing with small sample sizes. But still, you know, it's still it's relative. So it's still more than whoever else is out there right now is selling. So, um, so it just shows you how weird these K-pop fan bases are, where they are like, uh, I don't know, we all are so mad that we haven't got any news at all that we're just going to uh, chart the shit out of this thing right and it's like well okay but that's not gonna make the company have a comeback we're gonna reward this company for their malfeasance yeah, right all they're gonna do is just keep fucking bleeding them dry on butterfly forever so you know like shit went to number one in the uk and their company sent one uh packet of ramen over with a congratulatory <laughs> note right. not even a korean beef gift no set. not one each either you gotta share guys 12 of you just huddle around that fucking thing yeah, so it's nothing. I mean, it's uh, I, the wait continues. There's no news. The problem with and also nothing more has come out of it, right? Yeah, I mean, the problem with BBC is um, they they tease shit way in advance. So the day they stopped promoting Butterfly in March, because you know they go on these cycles where they will promote it on the music shows four times a week or whatever. They did a six week promotion, and the day they finished their promotions, they teased the next album. But that was in March. Right. Yeah. And then no it's other word. October now. Yeah, they did all kinds of shit this year, but they never ever talked about that comeback again. So um so yeah, the wait continues there. Nothing else has happened since then. The company has not done anything or recognized the great chart achievements or anything. So What's a good one to play a little bit of? Ooh, um let's play um play Eclipse by Kim Lip. She's the do the math here, the sixth girl. I had to use my calculator. Doing the math or just remembering? Yes, it's it's actually counting. Counting's math, I'll give it to you. There you go. I used my Acme whatever calculator that I got from the show. Wasn't even a Texas Instruments? Nah, I ain't got one of those, but I have great at geography. That's great K-pop English.
very sultry if you don't read any lyrics. <laughs> no, I'm sure the lyrics are all the same as every K-pop song. <laughs> Is it about uh, how she could have any boy? But I don't know. I didn't have the one that had the lyrics good. on. That's always a good call. Uh, I should say that when I stopped paying attention when we were talking about it offline, uh, so they had the number one, and then they had three of the top ten albums in the U.S. were Luna albums, and seven of the top thirteen K-pop albums were Luna albums. So they went they went buck wild on that thing. Um, I mentioned FX earlier. You did. Uh, in sadder news, we have another angel in heaven. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, Sully, the former member of FX, uh, offed herself, I think, probably before our Star Trek pod last week. Yeah, probably. Uh, she had like... It definitely happened while I was violently food poisoned. Oh, that's right. That was a whole thing that you had last last week. Yeah. Uh, she had been going through some stuff. Uh, she, she is like a kid, a child star, which uh, even in Korea, it seems like is a bad start. And then she got in the idol game and she was in the group FX. She was the youngest member of that group. And then she eventually left them. And so I've sort of been watching from afar as her shit started to spiral. Uh, it has a lot to do with the netizens who we've probably talked about on this show before. They're like they're the main villain of this show. <laughs> they are the primary. They're the venom of this show. Yeah, I'm sure netizen is an acronym. We could make one up. Nasty, evil, something. Um, yeah, they the internet commenters and stuff. But Korea does what we do just to the extreme. So as bad as social media is here, it's like a hundred times worse in Korea. We've talked about how they'll bully a girl for being the chubby one. Right. They pick a chubby one in every girl group and then they bully her. They bully her until she quits the group or leaves the country or whatever. Um, yeah, and they were all over this girl because she would do things like uh, she'd have the audacity to like not wear a bra somewhere. Yeah. And you might such as see a nipple poking through a shirt. And then so they'd be all over about what a whore she was and stuff. Um, or they would... Uh, she she had like these uh, live engagements with fans on social media that usually involved her being absolutely wrecked and incomprehensible. Um, oh, like when David Hasselhoff ate that cheeseburger? Just like when David Hasselhoff sadly ate that cheeseburger shirtless on the floor. Except not hilarious. Uh, maybe it's hilarious in Korea. I, I, it's hard in translation. They have a mean-spirited sense of humor, for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, just watching it over the last couple of years, uh, from the outside, every time there would be some kind of scandal involving her, I just always thought, that is not something that would rate here. No one would mention that she was in a movie and showed her boobs, or whatever. Nope. But there, that's, um, it's a, I guess, a real well, no-no. I mean, Jimmy James did mention when that girl from Saved by the <laughs> Bell, she did a dirty that movie. sweet girl from Saved by the Bell, she did a dirty movie! <laughs> Uh, anyway, you, all, a lot of those things that her Hasselhoff moments could be seen as a cry for help, and uh, no one was paying any attention, so she uh, killed herself a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's just the latest in sort of a long line of Korean stars committing suicide. Um, they got a weird culture. 
this is sort of the bummer aspect of it. This was the first one that actually I gave a crap about because, again, I've been slowly watching it happen from afar. Right. This is the one that happened to you in real time. Yeah. Like when uh, Jong Yoon or whatever his name was, the, the guy who killed himself last year, I had seen that guy around a couple of times, but I never, I didn't see his scandals always blowing up on the internet, uh, on the internet or whatever. So, uh, yeah. So she's hanging out with Chris Cornell or whatever now. I don't know. They probably hang out, right? Well, let's have a little goblin then. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was her comeback from a few months ago. Which was not a hit. That's not a good start. Couldn't have It starts with a title card explaining that it's about a person with dissociative personality disorder and you see three different personas. Oh, good. Oh, God, when does the song start? You can just skip ahead. <laughs> Full minute in now. Is this like a ten minute video? It's five minutes. Oh, okay. Got it. entirely pleasant to listen to no it's totally all over the place too not uh not amazing we can say uh, that about in- someone who died right well she didn't die because of that song god i hope not doesn't seem like it would be worth it the uh the intro did remind me of something uh-oh shrimp your way This is for the cheese and this is for the hustler. This is for the hustlers, not back to the cheese. This is for the cheese. At ease. It's a much better song, huh? Yeah, it's one nine nine trace. The the never-ending theme of completely dating yourself in a rap song. Yes, it's important to <laughs> this say This is a year. particular moment in time. Uh, that's why Ice Cube is smarter. He just gave a whole bunch of clues. <laughs> that's right. Well, too fuck too. Bill Clinton, Mr. Bob Dole. You're too that's old true. to understand the way too the game's old. sold. You're lame, so. Gotta hit you with the hot facts. Um... Uh, in other K-Paps news, I think Twice has come back five times in, since the last time we had one of these segments. So yeah, it's real never stops. Un- another real uninspiring Japanese track. And those girls are keep breaking down too. So, um, you know, they all slaves. They live in the basement. 
just across the board, the whole industry. Maybe they live under the stairs like Smelly Potter. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the apps. All right. Um, next week. Yeah. Star Trek week. We're on the clock. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fade this. If you are watching, here's what you got to watch. Okay. Whom Gods Destroy. Don't remember it. The Most Toys. I remember that, though. <laughs> Make Data sit in that chair if it's the last thing Kiva Spajo does. It's the one where Data goes, low, 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 low. <laughs> it's low, the one low, where low, he's low. straight tr- about to ice somebody when he gets beamed back. Low, 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 low. It's the one where, despite all of these tells us about how he can't commit murder, he was just about to do a fucking cold murder. Yeah, it turns out he can't. Yeah. It's another lie that those uh, settlers told right. him. Right. You know, you know, emotions can't do murder. You get it. Ah, he's a robot. Yeah, he got no emotions and he can't ever do no murder. Can't do the murder and also allergic to peanuts. I heard that's what yeah. androids are like. He was, uh, they activated him in Brooklyn. Uh, Red Hook. Yeah. Um, we're watching Shakar. Duncan Regeer. Uh, you know, so I presume you're also going to say that a bunch when we get to Sub Rosa. The, the introduction of Duncan Regeer to the Star Trek universe. That's Sub Rosa. <laughs> true. Uh, we're watching The Gift. It's probably a cast and it's probably a seven and nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're finally watching Azadi Prime. I'm worried. I'm worried oh, it might that not. It might not be the end of it. It might not live up to the hype. The next few episodes after that are called damage the forgotten e squared the council that sounds like the council of doom with the dolphin boy countdown and zero hour so this still see this keeps going and then stormfront one and two these definitely sound like this shit's gonna keep going so maybe we got and then the next one after that's called home yeah so maybe (laughs) we got a little more time in the expanse huh yep but again, but, I'm I am heartened to know that Dolphin Boy will survive a little longer. Yeah, I guess that's good to know. Because mm-hmm. we don't hear about these guys in any of the other Star Treks. No, something must happen it to them. It doesn't feel like it's going to go good for the Zindis. No, and what are the other guy? What are the guys called from the the guys who were the bad guys in the first season? The Sulabons. The Sulabons. You don't hear about them later either. I don't think it goes so well for them. Hey, what's a name we can give to these species? Uh, we want to evoke the Taliban, but we... I don't want to come right out with it. Uh, how about Tuliban? Is that... Well, it's your cl- We're getting there. We're 80% of the way like there. Jumble style, we're getting there. How about Tuliban? No. Okay. Uh, okay, you're... Again, I think you're close. Lulaban, Kulaban, Lulaban, Sulaban. That's the one. Stop, Sulaban. stop, 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 Sulaban. <laughs> we both know when we heard it. Um, oh man. So we got, a, we got a good run to end season three, too, for uh, TNG, by the way. After the most toys is Sarek. Ooh. Menage a Troy. Oh, that's not so good. Oh, it's got those great chimes. Transfigurations, and then Best oh. of Both Worlds. Hey, who dies in that one? Is it Worf who dies? Who dies? Uh, it is Worf. Worf straight eats it in that one, everybody. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we're doing next week. It's another Star Tracks. And then I think the week after that, we're off. Right? Maybe. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We could be off. Well, uh, the time will tell. Yeah. Let's do it like the other podcast does it. Who knows? Maybe we'll be back or maybe we won't. I want more Murder We Pod. 
Me too. All right. Um, get, get off this damn vacation you guys are on. Stop being on holiday. I see you got to speak the lingo. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, you can please send us more mail. We didn't get very much this time. and This podcast is only going to be an hour and 15 minutes long. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Don't you want three hours every week? Uh, so that's at Brother Date on the Twitter machine. It's uh, brothers at brotherdate.com. If you want to send us an email, you can go to brotherdate.com. There's all kinds of lewd pictures on there. So check that out. Um, I guess that's it. Um so so as you believe so shall you do so shall you do so as you believe so shall you do uh hit it rockapella uh, 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 boobs are actually medium sized but she's got like a, one of them bras that adds like two she's cup got sizes stuffed up there though yeah it's two cup sizes it says if you, it's you could see it if you get into the deep fiction of the universe that it's a <laughs> two it's plus two bra sizes subscribe